Hello and welcome back to Brielle City Podcast. You have me, your main host, Brielle Weston. I said host. Host. Um, and you have my cousin, Joshua. Say hello, Joshua. Yo, how's it going? And our wonderful sound technician slash my best friend slash my husband. Hello. Kevin. That's you me. have to introduce yourself. Say who you are. Oh, usually I think you say my name. Uh, yeah, so you said it. Kevin. That's me. Man, it's been probably like, it's been like almost two weeks. It's yeah. been a while. It's been a bit. We are just now exiting a retrograde so that makes sense as to why it's been a while since we've all three been on the mic together barely and then this? last week well not last week the last time we were trying to record we had uh taken a break we had taken a break and um then when we came back for some random reason josh's mic just decided not to work yeah happens so though yeah so the, anyways yeah that's just an example of tech failure during a mercury retrograde that's just one example of the many that we've experienced was for the most part well yeah it was in aquarius aquarius is the ruler of technology and mercury retrogrades fuck up technology anyways and make things really sketchy there so with aquarius being the ruler of all technologies and advancements it is appropriate that things kept messing up but it doesn't really matter because we were taking a break anyways for our second season yep so Josh. um so i kind of want to dig into that uh uh um how long have you guys been taking a break we haven't we haven't dropped an episode in a while mm-hmm. i told him i wanted to drop it our second season after the retrograde i wanted to wait and yeah. not because I'm, like, so scared of retrogrades, but just because personally, to me, it felt like it made sense because I just had a really long period where I didn't feel very inspired, so I needed to take a step back from everything and kind of just rest and recuperate. So it just made sense because retrogrades are a time to really go within and not, like, really work on um external projects and physical projects it's a time to like work on your mental and your emotional well-being it's a time of really collecting yourself and recharging for the next season when you will be asked to be more out there extroverted and you know continuing on projects or new projects and new ventures so that's what I find, like, interesting about every retrograde that I've been through. I don't really like speaking much. I don't really like posting much on social medias. I kind of just like going within and kind of being alone and being more wait, reclusive. So, so wait, li- um, um, like in general, we, you don't like to post much or... Yeah, like in general, like d- literally during retrograde. During a retrograde. Oh, during the saying. retrograde. Yeah, yeah. during Mercury oh, okay. retrogrades, I don't really like doing like much socially. Like if I don't oh. have to, like I really won't. Okay. It's just uh, and ha- then, um, can you tell me when uh when the next one is? When the next Mercury retrograde is. I believe it's in June or July. Oh, it's got to happen at that time. And then there's another one. There's usually three Dude. per year. Mm-hmm. 
Usually, I'm always having a good time in the summer. Um, the next. I feel one like the is, last one that we had in the summer was a smoother Mercury retrograde. The next one is May 29th through June 22nd, but there's also been a lot of harsh transits going on, like astrologically, anyways, that made this one a quite heavy. Yeah, this one's heavier. been pretty heavy. No, it has. This one has and had me really, questioning. I don't know. I really, when, my Literally, experience with retrogrades is I just really feel things kind of slow down and and just life feels different. This one has had me questioning like everything from what I'm doing every day to what I'm doing in the public. Is this really where I want to be in life? Yes. Why don't you tell him yes? Our cousin, sorry, our other cousin messaged Josh and asked him if he was here with me. Which is weird. Which is weird and random because this cousin doesn't even follow me on social media. Or he he doesn't even talk to me that much. This is the first time I've talked to him. I don't know. Does he know what kind of car you drive? No, I don't think so. That was so random. That's freaking Anyways, guys, the next Mercury retrograde is February 21st to May 29th. Wait. But be mindful. February 21st? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. That's when this one ends. ends. Okay, so the new one begins, you guys. Sorry, I messed up. May 29th to June 22nd. And then another one at closing out the year, February. September, blah, blah, I said February, September 27th to October 23rd. But be mindful what I was going to say is that, um, like, let's take this one for example. It was uh, January 30th to February 21st, um, two weeks prior to, so two weeks before, pre, is the shadow period, the shadow phase of the retrograde bringing in the main themes of what you will be working on in the actual retrograde itself. So like the meat and potatoes is really in the pre and the post. So the pre is really what the themes that you'll be working on during the retrograde. And then the weeks after, which are the um, post shadow period of the retrograde is kind of just like a tying up loose ends and the grand finale of the retrograde which is usually if you're losing um you know a job or you're making a huge life change during this time um you'll see like the final endings of that or of relationships and stuff like that and retrogrades bring on um, a lot of past issues and a lot of past like um, wounds or like physical people, relationships. Usually during retrogrades, you'll find that you see a lot of past people that you used to be really close with, their friends or ex-boyfriends or ex-girlfriends will pop up. That stuff just kind of happens. It's like you revisiting the past to see if you've actually learned the lesson there or you need to relearn lessons there. They always say like, you know, don't start huge projects and don't finalize huge projects during retrogrades. You kind of want to hold sign off. any major contracts. Hey. And not to say like not fear mongering or anything, but those are just like rules of thumbs with it. And I just puts bad juju on whatever you do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is kind of changing topic, but but uh, but uh, tell me, tell me what you guys tell me what you guys what you think about this so so i was coming to my friend 
for advice. That's disgusting. I'm just kidding. No, he's a really cool dude. <laughs> he, he was a really cool dude. And I actually kind of agreed with him on this. So, like, basically, he told me if, like, a person was to take their life, he said... He said it's not really cowardly because 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 we're all getting tested and uh and uh everything happens for a for reason. reason. Basically, yes. that's what he told me. So so he thinks if a person was to take their life, then that was meant to happen. I think. I know where. Yeah. I think that is some like pretty much not even somewhat pretty much correct yeah. because I feel like everything happens to teach others lessons and maybe that was a catalyst like the friend who took the life that is a catalyst for somebody close in their life and because that happened so close to the other person they then were humbled by that situation and it changed and impacted everyone around them yeah so though it's a negative sad thing to some it could inspire and impact like their family unit or the people around them to do yeah. better and prioritize their mental health or just in other ways. So I do feel like everything like that happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, no matter how heartbreaking it is, no matter how hard it is at the time, everything. I don't know if I if I this is appropriate for a divine reason. If I this is appropriate to share with uh, the audience, but uh, not too long ago, I actually had had those thoughts uh yeah and i was i was really like hella serious about it like i actually wanted to write like a note like a death note you know a suicide note yeah how long ago was that like in the past week i forgot what day but yeah i've been going through a lot of depression lately yeah Yeah, it's no joke and i don't think i've ever had it this bad before yeah Mental health is is really serious. Because it's crazy. Like, it's crazy. I mean, it's probably not just... It's not just the girl, but this girl's playing a big factor into it. And it's crazy what what's, what she's making me do to myself, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's also like she's not making you do that to yourself. It is you. Oh, yeah. It is, no, no, it is all you. And that's the role that, I mean, that's unfortunately, like, us humans, we do play, like, this victimization role where we want to say that it's somebody else, but it always is us. It's always us against us. Oh, no, I'm not going to blame her. I'm just saying, like, what's been happening with her, it's causing me, causing me, like, to react bad. And you know? we, when Josh was talking to us about this, like a couple days ago and in the past week, we, well, I tied that back into his childhood. He has a lot of traumatic childhood experiences with his um, mother and his father and just his childhood in general. And I think a lot of it has to do with your inner childhood wounds, like the things that you have suppressed and that are now coming up to the surface for you to deal with them. Because you tried to not like intentionally sweep all your issues under the rug, but it's like you just didn't realize how big of an impact your childhood really had on you. And uh, um, part of it too is I kind of had to learn how to grow up fast. Exactly, you know? and none of that is normal. Nothing about your childhood is normal. No. Yeah, no. Yeah. 
So all and, in all, and um, at this moment that we're talking, I'm um, I'm not gonna lie, I'm still depressed. Well, yeah, it takes time. No, it takes, it takes a while, but a long like time. now that you're realizing that you have your own like your own shit to work through and deal with, like be happy you're realizing this at you're 21 years old, 21, because like now you will truly like be serious about starting your healing journey, and you're like much younger than I would say like the average person or the average man who realizes, oh shit, my childhood did affect me in a negative way and I need to heal from it. Some people go their whole fucking life and they think that this toxic avatar person is who they really are when it's not. It's all their wounds that they never healed from and they've suppressed. Yeah, exactly. Dude, and uh, my friend gave me such good advice cuz cuz he said there's just guys who who just who just try to who just try to play the blame game kind of that and and they try to heal their wounds by just trying to just trying to smash other girls but smash no smash other girls no, 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 drink that's not no cuz 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 he told me these words exactly it's just going to put a bandage on your wound but it's yeah, not going to last it's still going to you have yeah, to find saying, another like, long-term partner that's you know? what they're saying like basically you're going to if you if you did not realize that you had wounds and childhood traumas to heal through, it's almost like you get, let's say you did get into a healthy relationship with someone like perfect, well, like, you know, no one's perfect, but into a good relationship with somebody, it's like your wounds, you would literally be bleeding all over this person that didn't even hurt you or cut you, but you'd be like lashing out and projecting all your trust issues, all your abandonment issues onto a person who never caused any of that because of your childhood because of what happened years and years and years ago yeah i think that is a common theme this week is just relationships in general and dealing with um you know really dysfunctional childhoods and realizing like you have all these issues as an adult and it all stems from your childhood so some people don't even realize that they have issues yeah so but I, got, I mean I'm I'm, I'm for thankfully I'm I've been speaking to a lot of people who do realize like me and myself I do realize that I'm still working through issues from my childhood Josh is now waking up to the fact that he has issues you realize it a couple other people I've been talking to realize it but no. the ones that don't realize it are unfortunately the ones that it's easier said than done we have to have compassion for they're usually like the assholes of society and the toxic ass people but we have to feel bad because the way they react to things obviously is an indicator of their wounds they've never healed from and they're toxic and we have to have compassion for them because they're hurting from something that happened a long time ago even though it's hard to do that yeah so um, hard um, because obviously they're not happy because happy people don't go around ripping others apart yeah um not, let me all. ask you guys from experience when did you because i know i know that both of you guys have have gone through the depression yeah. so um like when did you guys kind of feel you hit rock bottom because i know when i hit rock bottom i feel like when you go through depression and you have you are subject to depression I feel like it's just a symptom of being out of alignment, like not being in alignment with your soul and with what you want to do in this life, inner and outer wise. And I feel like 
you're always going to have little seasons of depressive episodes because we're all humans. Like, we're all subject to having all these wide ranges of emotions, but the trick is to not getting attached to any of it, even though that's hard. Because I just went through, like, a really depressive um, or a depression week couple. No, it was, like, three weeks of depression that I just went through currently. But I feel like it gets better when you realize that, like, that's not going to last forever. And you just constantly have to be checking yourself and your mindset. And really trying to get a grip and a hold of yourself that that's not going to last forever. Because literally no emotion lasts forever. Everything runs its course. But you have to keep going. Yeah. um, I mean, yeah, I second that. Um mine mine was the worst in year 2019 and i would say i hit rock bottom in september because i actually did attempt to commit suicide i took 28 prescription strength muscle relaxers and it's a miracle that i even survived because i'm not a big guy or anything like it's just it's literally a miracle so Long story short, the fact that I lived through that spoke volumes to me, and I, I came back different. I came back feeling like I was literally reborn, like I was the same person, but reborn living the same life I lived, as if like going back in time knowing what you know in the future, basically. That's how it felt. That's how I, I would have to describe it. And I'm not saying or suggesting that anyone should reach that point or let themselves get to that point and and actually do it because I, I, I intended to do it. And honestly, I have to say, after I did it, after I, I swallowed the pills down, I, I immediately regretted it. But at the same time, I was like, well, I mean, this is it. I already did it. There's no going back now. I, I did it in bed, and I just laid down. I just wanted to go to sleep and not wake up. That's just... That's just how I was feeling, and I had been feeling like that for a long time. And years. Yeah, years. it was years. And basically, it's it's hard to it's hard to give advice about it because literally every single individual goes through a different situation, and they all have to deal with it in their own way. They all have to deal with it um, and cope with it in the way that works for them. And what works for me might not work for you, and vice versa. And what works for Brielle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's just uh, everybody's different, and sometimes it's hard to understand. We all self-sabotage yeah, we're all we're all, uh, humans are self-destructive by nature. I know some severely depressed people who you would think they were so happy because they are so productive, but that is also like a symptom of depression as well, being hyperproductive, and so it's just like everybody deals with their stress and um, de- chronic depression. Or suicidal thoughts differently. Yeah, what I uh, uh, what I've been going through is um, um, my appetite's been really low. Like the people, like 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 my friends, they've been kind of forcing me to eat. Like, mm-hmm. and then I just have anxiety like every day, and mm-hmm. and yeah, then that's how it feels. It's like you then just... I haven't been going to my job that much either, and I've had a couple breakdowns at my work too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gets hard to be. You get, it gives you anxiety just to be around people because yep. you just you don't feel okay at all. No, I, I would don't. say though that every time 
a depressive episode happened, and I mean, I even saw it in Kevin. I don't know about you, Josh, but I would say so. I'm not a doctor, but I would say so. That it's at a time in your life where you're not who you fully want to be, and you're not where, like, you want to be. Like, you're not your most authentic self. So it's like literally you're trying to kill the old version of yourself through that depression. Mm-hmm. Because I can say for sure this last little depressive hermit phase that I just recently went through, it's because I am completely changing like all of my priorities, all of my passions, hobbies, ideals that I have. Everything is changing. And because I'm obviously still doing things that I want to literally change about myself i haven't fully you know been able to transform and change that and so i'm pretty sure that that is what led to me feeling so crappy because it's being out of alignment like to be your authentic self is to be constantly changing and transforming Mm -hmm. and when you get stuck doing the same thing for like one or two years like you're constantly supposed to be evolving as a person yeah Sometimes and things stagnation. just run its course and then yeah. you start to stagnate on something. And, and then you start you f- to realize, I want to do something more from the heart space. I want yeah. to do something that serves humanity. Like, I love modeling. I do. I obviously model. But that just, it's just not fulfilling anymore. It's just, I love it. I pro- I'm obviously not going to quit modeling. But I'm definitely not going to put much energy towards it because there's other things and projects that I want to do that feel more soul fulfilling. Like this podcast. Like, yes, like this podcast. See, this, this makes me feel emotionally fulfilled. And I'm pretty sure that's what the depression was. And I know for you, Josh, you had said that you're overworking where you're working. Mm-hmm. You don't feel yeah, working there. somewhere that you're miserable you at that will make you feel like shit. There. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like, like it's because and yeah, being out of it's alignment, not part like she of said. your authenticity. Because mm-hmm. being authentic, that means you can't can't something you don't want to do. When you're forcing yourself to do something you want to do, and you're literally going against your soul, your soul, which is also like God. It's going to feel crappy because you're not supposed to be there anymore. Like, like you don't have control of your own yeah, life. Yeah, you're not supposed to be at that place anymore. Those doors want to close for a reason. And that manifests manifests itself as depression because you're literally going against. You're going against. You're going up, up the stream. You're not going with the flow of your life. Like, it's crazy. What? When I came to all uh, 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 my close ones for, for advice, they all told me, the same thing to help clear my mind uh uh they told me to find hobbies pursue my passions yes you know pursue, yes what lights you yep. up and if and Good also advice. same goes for like hey modeling photography and stuff like that or well, modeling and like only fans doing that type of content the sex work and stripping dancing those things used to light me up those things used to make me excited and now it's like i'm changing they don't light me up anymore therefore it is not authentic for me to still be doing those things and so that's why i feel like i was feeling so crappy because it's like i'm forcing myself to do these things that are not and pouring energy into these things that are not making me feel excited anymore so wait you 
So, so like you're not passionate anymore for, for the content? No. Really? No, no. It's crazy. Like, if I were to put, if I were to keep putting a lot of energy towards it, no. Like, I'm still going to have it because it's a great space for me to put my unedited, not unedited, uncensored photos and stuff like that. But I'm just not going to put as much energy and as much attention into OnlyFans and I've quit stripping and dancing um, and into <coughs> modeling as I used to. That energy I'm going to use for things like this, things like the podcast. The podcast feels more fulfilling and more authentic to myself and also the dog breeding. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dog breeding is cool. It's work, but it's cool. Yeah. <coughs> just, Excuse me. You have to really listen to your intuition and listen to your soul when it's telling you that it's time to move on. It doesn't mean you have to like completely say, no, I'm done with it forever. But like you have to transition into something that will make you feel yeah, better. Yeah, or just you know? add more things to your plate that you want to do. You don't have to get stuck doing the same things. Yeah. Yeah. Because I will still, I will still do modeling. I'm just not going to put so much stress and attention towards it like I did in the past. Because I kind of got to like a point, like, and not this that long ago, like two weeks ago, and even to now. Where I'm just like, social media sometimes feels so pointless. Like, it just feels so pointless to post. Just, I don't know. Dude, but... Like, I know my posts and my inspirational stuff, it, it does help people. But, I mean, I've even had, like, trouble just becoming inspired to even write and post on there. Yeah, so, it's kind of crazy because... Cause uh, like you guys know, I'm trying to pursue like 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 the photo shoots too. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to put I'm trying to put more content out there. Cause like, cause like every time I get shot, like um, like it's always like it's positive energy. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it's, it's it, fun. It just yeah. feels good to get shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yep. It and is that's what fun. you gotta. That's the, the. That's what you gotta chase after. And then also yeah. sometimes, like sometimes, depression can also be a liar, and like you have to use your own discernment and intuition, because sometimes, like I'll find myself saying, like, "Oh, I just you know want to delete my Instagram. I'm just over it." But sometimes, I, obviously, that's the depression talking. Like I don't want to throw away all of my progress and stuff like that. Yeah, it's normal. It's human nature so to want to give up and throw in the towel like, sometimes. I'm just not gonna throw it away and just quit. You know. I was kind of having. I'm gonna learn to take I, more I was, breaks. I was having those kind of ideas like a couple days ago too. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I just wanna, I just so, wanna give that a break. All of social media. And it's that's good how to I felt. take breaks, but it doesn't mean you have to quit forever and delete it. Just listen to what that's your what I body do. and your mental health like needs and wants at the moment. So we are back. We never left. Anyways, um, so we were talking about taking a break from social media um, as opposed to just deleting all your progress on social media. If you're a content creator out there, sometimes depression will make you think that you need to throw it all away and start all over again when you don't need to. You just need to reroute, refocus, and find a new way to approach your goals. You don't need to throw it all away because you all have worked so hard at what you have created for yourself. 
And people like to see growth because that's authentic. Like, you know, people are going to see my page, see that, you know, I was once a dancer. Now I'm transitioning from that, from the OnlyFans content creator to my more spiritual side because that feels more authentic to me. Like, uh, like I can't wait to see how all of us are doing one year from now. Yeah, I can't one wait. year from now. 10 yeah. years from now yep. it's it's been a ride and it's going to continue being a ride um okay so i just got these cards from enchanted cottage in bakersfield california shout out to them i love them um you guys they are not open right now due to covid and social distancing but um well. They are the open. Not open. Yeah, the store is not open to physically shop, but you can go to their website and order there. And they also have curbside pickup. So that's pretty cool. Just Google Enchanted Cottage Bakersfield. So. Is that the place that's uh, downtown? Yeah, it's okay. more or less. It's uh, on 8th Street by Brundage. It is Bakersfield oh, okay. number one metaphysical and spiritual <clears throat> cottage shop supporting all paths to the divine. I believe that is their slogan or their business statement. Yeah, it's cool. I place. remember that. Uh, a lot of cool stuff in there. So I am shuffling these hey, oracle cards. I remember I went with you guys one time. They have a bunch of like scented sticks, huh? Oh, whatever. incense? Incense. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> they, they had a scent that smelled so good. It was called, uh, uh, it was called, it's called China Rain or something. Uh-huh. That smelled mm-hmm. really good. There was one yeah, that I freaking loved. What was it? Was it maple oatmeal or something like that? It was some maple Could've scent. Been. And it smelled like, like donuts. Like, I don't know. It smelled really good. Mm-hmm. Better than donuts. Oh, yeah. I think I know which one you're talking about. Okay. So these cards are called Beyond Lemuria by Izzy Ivy. And the artwork is beautiful. Yes. Beautiful, it beautiful. Is. I pulled two cards even though I said I was only gonna do one. Okay. Bonus. So, so who are these cards for? For, for the collective. Us three. Us three. So me, you, Kevin, anybody listening, it's audience. going to resonate. I'm not even gonna say it's not gonna resonate because anybody listening to this channel or this podcast yeah, um, for a reason. this message is for you okay so I pulled card number 8 8 is a number of abundance um, third eye chakra so your pineal perspective which your third eye is located in the center of your forehead the un, like this, the eye that you cannot see that is all seeing <laughs> that makes sense mm-hmm. to you okay and I also pulled card number 45, Star Seed Elemental. So let's see what card number eight. I'm going to read from the book because I am still studying these cards because I just got them. Okay. Card number eight, Third Eye Chakra, Pineal Perspective. The seed of wisdom and consciousness, intuition, imagination, seeing inner and outer worlds, limitless understanding. Connect with your third eye and transcend what you understand with your mind. Discover a deeper inner knowing through the interconnected web of all this is and has been. 
You can tune into the wisdom at will, as and when you wish to. This wisdom is ancient, yet pioneering. It is the creator of the free will we choose to weave from moment to moment. Be the observant witness. Allow the transcendence of duality without judgment. Be mindful. Listen and allow your unfurling intuition to unravel the paradoxes of reality. Restore. Examine limiting ideas. Listen more. Balance the left hemisphere's logical and analytical thinking with inner guidance and deeper wisdom. Take note of any thought patterns that may be holding you from your fullest potential through the mind-based fear of past experiences, which is what we were literally just talking about. Themes. Enhancing your imagination or intuition. Seeing beyond illusion. Healing position. Between the eyebrows, like I said, in the middle. Color wash, deep indigo blue. So that is literally what we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Literally knowing intuitively, yeah, sure. listening to your intuition, knowing intuitively that God put you right here in this moment where you're at in life for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's no mistake why you are here. And it doesn't mean you are going to stay here forever because things are constantly being changed in your highest favor. Change is constant. No matter what. No matter what you're going through. It's happening for a reason. And we may not see everything that God is shifting behind the scenes that is going to work out for you. Mm Mm-hmm. But nothing will come to you that you can't handle. And think back. Think back on your childhood. Think back on these things that happened to you when you were younger and is um, causing you to react the way you are reacting now to present situations and finding ways to change your perspective and heal. Heal those behaviors and heal those patterns and forgive yourself. Forgive yourself and you have to forgive the people that caused you the pain too. Yeah. The forgiveness is for you. It's honestly not for it's them. It's not for any forgiving. It's for your, your own inner and grace peace. is literally always for you. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not for because when it's for you, it is then for everybody else. Because as within, from uh, without. Yeah, from without, and as above, so below. Because any inner and outer, it is all interconnected. When you do something wonderful for yourself, like forgiveness for someone else you are doing something wonderful for yourself and in that you are doing something wonderful for everybody around you that is affected by that situation mm-hmm. yeah. and that is humanity knowing that we are all interconnected and we are all one so when you fuck somebody else over you are fucking yourself over it's true there's a part of you that is wounded that yep. is wanting to self-sabotage someone else, but you are self-sabotaging your own self and your own blessings. Yep. Okay, so... Spot on. Number 45. Uh, okay, 45. Star Seed Elemental. Children as teachers, fun, lightheartedness, joy, laughter, newly incarnated souls, the child within, maintaining an inquisitive perspective, wonder, and imagination. Which 
side note reminds me that our cousin Nicole had her first baby yesterday. Congratulations to our cousin Nicole. Yep, congrats, Nicole. Little baby Pisces. No, Aquarius. 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 Why did I say Pisces? Aquarius. That's exciting. So that's what it just reminded me of, because obviously that little baby is a star seed. Okay. Um, oh, also, uh, life hack for all of you guys who um, are into astrology and stuff like that. When your friends or family or anybody you know posts that uh, their um, a new baby is born, they always post the birth time. So, I mean, if you're ever curious, just type in that birth time. Mm -hmm. That's honestly what I did. Um, so, do, 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 do. Okay. So, this is what this card says. Being with children can be a great way to recapture wonder, innocence, unapologetic truth, and wisdom. Their realities are not yet muddied, but shoulds or cannots. Oh, by shoulds and or cannots. And their imaginations are often so wild and creative that they can be our biggest inspirers. Furthermore, as their incarnation from pure spirit is more recent, they are still aware of energy and have a natural psychic awareness. Sometimes adulting can become too serious. When this happens, bringing a childlike, lighthearted sense to play to your perspective can be the most productive way to rebalance. Facing challenging circumstances with inquisitiveness can bring joy to whatever we are accomplishing. Imagine stepping into a child's shoes and seeing how they perceive the world. If you have a problem, consider how a child might solve it. Think back to when you were little and what you loved to do. Remember how the world felt around you and how magical the mysterious things may have been? What has changed? What would you tell the seven-year-old you? The little people of today will be the inventors, creators, and leaders of tomorrow. How can we help nourish their big souls to ready them for an optimal journey through life? <sighs> Sorry, guys. Right now, powerful souls are incarnating on Earth to help with the progression of this planet. So true. That's why I said that little child is a starseed. Um, but some may have different or unique needs due to their more sensitive and energetic natures. The ways children were brought up in previous generations may not be the best options for today. Humans are evolving, and children can be our wisest teachers. May we listen to them with our hearts and let their ways unveil fresh new eyes so we may see a whole new world. Bring a sense of play, lightness, or spontaneity to your life. Be inspired by children or your inner child. You are encouraged to add inquisitiveness, fun, and laughter to your reality. This card may signify the presence of a child in your life. Spending some time with children will help you experience the world from a fresh new perspective and see them as inspiring teachers they are. This makes a lot of sense. This makes a lot of sense because we were literally just saying that I mean, about childhood wounds and traumas. Mm -hmm. And it's good. And like you were saying, Josh, how how you were getting tired and it was just kind of seeming exhausting at your job. Just like every day the same shit. It's like we do as people, as adults, and I think that a lot of us adults forget that we still literally have an inner child that we have to nurture and feed. 
And we can't get so caught up in this life where everything becomes so daunting and so serious and just tedious that we just slave away 24 hours a day just doing daunting tasks. We need to learn to have fun again. We need to learn to connect to our inner child and do the things that we used to do when we were kids. It's kind of funny to think about the things that stress adults out versus the things that stress kids out. Like, for example, just today, our five-year-old kept losing her favorite new toy. It's just this little toy, so it's kind of easy to lose, but... It's funny She's just that really toys, bad at looking for things. They choose to play with also. tiny little toys. Yeah, she kept losing it. I had to help her find it twice, and then I told I told her I was like, I'm not gonna keep helping you find it, so you better stop losing it. No, but I what I think that a lot of you listeners and Josh too like, we need to learn it, learn to take in the present moment. We need to actually learn to let loose and have fun. Because this life is going to yeah. just pass us by. And if all we've been doing is just been worried about making money, paying the mortgage, paying rent, and adulting, like then you're wasting, you're wasting your time in this life. Because that's not what this life is about. This life is about loving every moment, being present, enjoying, enjoying the simple things. Yeah, yeah, don't live in the past, don't dwell on the past. Just learn from it and move on. Yeah. Well, I just kind of want to put this out there. I'm tired of, like, spending spending my whole day at another place. Like, yeah. it's a 9 to 5 job. I'm just like... And, I, and I've been telling you this for a long time. The 9 to 5, it's not meant for someone like you. Because for someone like you, you're like someone like me. And that's not meant for us. Mm. Yeah, no. When I could just individuals with ADD, ADHD, we need to literally be um, stimulated by multiple things that catch our interest. If we're doing the same little task over and over again, like the nine to fivers and stuff. No offense to them, but if I'm doing something like that, paperwork for hours, like I'll like literally want to kill myself. I can't do that. It's depressing. Yeah, it's just not like, for I'll everyone. Fe- I'll literally but feel like I'm wasting my life away well, if I'm not can. doing something that excites me and that really draws in my attention. If I have to keep forcing myself to pay attention to something, it's not for <clears throat> me. Yeah, definitely. It's not for me and I hate it. Uh, like I, I've seen so many videos and... um and blogs talking about individuals with ADD and ADHD. That's what Josh and I are clinically diagnosed with that, but we're not on medications anymore for it. We haven't been for a long time. But people like us, people who have ADD, ADHD, literally they say those people are literally the people who are who become the inventors or the entrepreneurs, the people who have people working for them. Yep. The moguls, the billionaires, the millionaires, the people with the ideas. Yeah, I, I know totally for agree certain, with that. I know for certain. The ideas, I know and then for they certain, get the resources to turn those ideas into reality. For a long time, that normal jobs were not for me. Not for me at all. Nope. Nope. Nope, yep, nope. Mm-mm. I couldn't do it. It was depressing. No, I just remember like one time when I was way younger working at Forever 21, 
I don't know. It's just like I started getting anxiety. Like I started feeling like just really tired all the time there, really anxious. But then like back then I didn't know much about spirituality. So I kept just kind of like, uh, like negatively self-talking to myself, like saying, oh, maybe I'm just like lazy. Like I'm just a lazy young person if I can't even deal like with the fucking job as easy as Forever 21. But I just remember like just working under the white lights or whatever lights they have there it's just like i don't know it was maybe a like a sensory issue that i have but the lights just felt so blinding and the music started getting to me and like being around so many people all the time was exhausting and then on the slow days like it was just exhausting and i just hated it i just hated it i mean that's not the only like job like that i've had i worked at kohl's i worked there I worked at a graphic design place or and just working for others was just never a pleasant experience for me and I had a lot of anxiety at all of those places Mm -hmm. yeah and I don't know I just always felt draining like the whole job was just a big energy vampire yeah. Like, I just felt, like, so fucking drained and sickly at all those fucking places. The retail jobs, yeah, that's just, like, yeah. They eh. just felt so draining. And then even the office jobs, like, I had just horrible experiences. And the horrible experiences, I'm glad I had them because a lot of those jobs taught me um, to establish healthy boundaries with male figures in my life because I was always paired with, like, a very toxic male figure at the office type jobs that I was working in and that's when I realized hey I don't want to deal with somebody talking down to me and making me feel like I'm like useless or like I'm stupid I want to be my own boss so that I don't ever have to put up with this type of fucking disrespect again and I just in my head thinking how do people literally clock into a job or to a workplace where they're constantly getting disrespected. That's just, I can't do it. Like, I cannot do it. Mm-mm. Yeah. I can't. And I know I know people are going to be listening to this being like, huh, well, bills and kids, that's how. I don't operate that way. I just can't do it. Yeah, well, I mean, you just you find other I'll ways. I'll manifest. I'll find a fucking way you to find other ways. Never, never have to experience that again. Because that ain't the only way. Mm-mm. You all have to choose your own path, find your own niche. Yeah. Or niches. You can have many. You should have many. You should. And uh, my friend Cynthia tweeted something today. What? What? I want to find out what she tweeted. Oh, and I also want to... The next podcast I do, I want to start reading from her book. It's called Alchemize Your Human Experience by Cynthia Godslaw and London Morris. Go order, you guys, a copy of that. It is awesome. Where is my phone? I'm looking for my phone right now. Where is it? I wanted to read that tweet. It was, it was what what we were talking about right now. And I like reading things verbatim. I don't want to just guess what the fuck it was. Okay. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I retweeted it, but I can't remember. My friend Cynthia Godslaw, the 
author of the book that I was just talking about. <laughs> and I would not be able to find it right now. You guys can talk while I'm trying to find this. Because. <laughs> okay. Well, um, we are wrapping it up. I'll say that. Yeah, I'm just, at a, I'm just at a loss of words um, just at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling a little tired. Yeah. Okay, well, um, I guess I am going to have to fucking paraphrase, even though I don't like yeah, doing that. Okay, my friend Cynthia, she tweets something to the effect of, like, your issue is that you keep trying to make your passions, your nine to five, something like that. So basically it means like, don't like literally think too hard about what you love to do if you do want to put that plan in action and do make a livelihood or a living out of that. Still enjoy it like it's your hobby and passion because something that you love and enjoy doing like this podcast, if I think too hard about this podcast or I think too hard about studying astrology, I'll hate it because it's not set up to be a nine to five or a structured thing. And hobbies and passions and dreams and stuff like that should not ever feel like that. When you feel like that, you're taking it too seriously. Yeah. You're still plugged into that whole rat race matrix way of thinking where you're like, er, 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 has to be like this, has to do that, that, that. No, I mean, obviously organization is great, but you don't have to force something that you love. And you shouldn't force something that you love to do. You should just enjoy it. And let it be. Don't stress it. Definitely. If it's meant for you, if you love doing it, others will resonate towards that and they will love it too. Mm. Yep. Yep, Yep. And I think that money and all that should be like, honestly, the last thing you should be worried about. Yeah, well. Money will come. Money flows in and out. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, we are going to wrap it up for tonight. But that was that was it, y'all. And I'm trying not to yawn. Thank you, and have a good night, everybody. Good we night. Will, we will be back. All right. Take it easy, guys.